Ladies and gentlemen, that is how you take care of a team that you are a three-possession favorite over. Yeah, maybe the Phillies or Alabama can learn something from it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of It's Always Sunny in South Philadelphia. We have made it to episode number 22 of season number two. Whole bunch of twos there. Uh, I am your host, Riley Rich, and today we will be talking some Penn State football. Well, uh, I am recording this on the 10th. This is a Saturday. I'm going to try to get it out on the same day the game is played. Uh, game just finished like half an hour, an hour ago. And uh, it was everything that we expected and more. Penn State played Ohio, not to be confused with Ohio State. And it was an absolute blowout. Penn State 46, Ohio 10. It was not close. Uh, so before we get into some numbers, uh, we'll, we'll start off how we always do. Uh, follow, subscribe to wherever you listen. Uh... Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever else that I'm not going to name all of the others. Basically, if you are able to listen to my voice, there should be a follow or subscribe button either just above or just below this episode. Go ahead and click it for me. That would mean so much. Just to know that you guys appreciate this content. Or if you don't, then just leave. Better that way. Uh... And, of course, merch. You guys know where to get merch by now. It's bonfire.com slash store slash IASSP dash merch. And with all that being said, let's begin. Starting with the stats. Again, basically like last episode, we'll do some stats. Then we'll break down some video. So let's start with the quarterback. Sean Clifford started this game. Did not last long. And it wasn't because he was terrible. I mean, he was cramping. I don't know if he was cramping this game, but he did get taken out. Possibly for injury, but more likely because we were blowing Ohio out. Uh, he went 19 for 27, 213 yards, one touchdown. Not really that not really that worried about the touchdown number, and you'll see why. And then on the ground, eight carries, 14 yards, and a touchdown on a QB sneak. Boo. But that's okay. He did have an am- amazing run earlier, or like earlier to set up that QB sneak. So I, I guess it kind of cancels out. Uh, Drew Aller and Christian Vayu came in. I'm not going to talk about Vayu because he's gonna, he's like the third. He's the third quarterback. I would say that Bo Prabula should be the third court QB, but it really doesn't matter. Uh, Drew Aller came into the game. He went six for eight, 88 yards, two touchdowns, and then on the ground, uh, five carries and 11 yards. Um, he was very solid again. Solid pocket presence. He doesn't escape much. He feels very comfortable in the pocket. Fires right over the middle. He his first touchdown was like was he threw it from the forty with so much ease. It was effortless, effortlessly, effortlessly threw the ball thirty five yards. There was another play too where he was throwing out of a sack and he threw it like thirty five yards downfield. It was like an out route. Receiver didn't really finish it all the way, but still a great. Um, Great throw. He effortless thrower. Just very nice for the future. Speaking 
of very nice for the future. I think we found our number one running back. It comes in the form, I forget what town in Pennsylvania, but an in-state recruit. It is Nick Singleton. He had 10 carries, 179 yards, and two touchdowns. I believe he had 70-yard touchdown, a 50-yard rush. He might have also had like another 50-yard touchdown to add on to that. Those are like three runs for like 120 yards. I know it really adds up to like 170, but basically he stole the show on the offense today, and he's without a doubt going to get that number one running back role for Auburn. And if he doesn't, I believe James Franklin has lost his natural mind. Uh, Katron Allen got a little bit of work. He had six carries for 23 yards. Tank Smith came in. He had two carries for 14. Kevon Lee had one carry, and it went nowhere. Receiving. Oh, boy. Between backups and everybody else, there were a ton of receivers. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get to the ones that had yards. If you didn't have positive yards, you were excluded from this list. So let me try my best. <clears throat> Parker Washington, four receptions for 60 yards. Harrison Wallace, four receptions for 35 yards. Omari Evans, two receptions for 30 yards and a touchdown. Khalil Dinkins, one reception for 28 yards. It was a touchdown. Mitchell Tinsley, the transfer from Western Kentucky, the roommate of Sean Clifford that they won't shut up about on the ABC broadcast. Three receptions, 27 yards and a touchdown. Keandre Lambert-Smith, two receptions for 26 yards. Katron Allen, one reception for 22 yards. Caden Saunders, Two receptions for 21 yards. Tyler Warren, one reception for 16. Jaden Dunn, two receptions for 14 yards. Devin Ford, two receptions for 13 yards. Brenton Strange, one reception for 12 yards. Liam Clifford, brother of Sean, one reception for 12 yards. Malik Maiga, M-E-I-G-A. I don't know how to pronounce it. What? Two receptions for 12 yards. Kevon Lee, a reception for 8. And Tank Smith, a reception for 2. <coughs> Sorry. Whew. Todd receivers. But, uh, yeah, very busy day. No one really carried the offense. I'm sorry, not even you, Washington. Washington also, for the record, Washington should have had a touchdown. Tinsley shouldn't. It should be Parker Washington's. We'll get into it, hopefully. I don't even know if the video is going to show it. But, uh, yeah, it's Parker should have had a touchdown. I'm very mad. On the defensive side, the leader in solo tackles for the game is Dominic DeLuca. He had five along with or er, five total along with Jair Brown. Well, five tack five solo tackles as well. Also uh getting five tackles is Jair Brown. Abdul Carter actually playing the full game this time. Way to go. It, it the targeting really wasn't his fault, but still. And Curtis Jacobs, they all registered five. Tyler Elsden led the team with six total tackles. Johnny Dixon recorded the only sack of the game. That's really the only bad thing is, I mean, we got pressure, but we didn't really sack the quarterback much. He also led the team with one and a half TFLs. Adisa Isaac and da Damian Robinson, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Again, I'm so sorry if I'm butchering these names, but I tried my best. They both had one tackle for loss, and Elsden, Jair Brown, and Curtis Jacobs each had half of a tackle for loss. Um... Marquise Wilson with two deflected passes, and then also getting there with deflections. I mean, Vanover, Jalen Reed, Jair Brown, Curtis, da Curtis Jacobs, Keaton Ellis, 
Robinson and Kobe King. They each had a deflection. Each Jake Pittiger, not the greatest, but I mean, uh, not the greatest, but it's all right. We'll take it. We we won convincingly. It really didn't matter. He was one for two for f field goals, five for six at extra points. And Barney, I'm going to say a more. Barney a more. Three punts, 147 yards. One punt of his. Legit landed on the inch and backspun to the one-yard line. It was a thing of beauty. Pat McAvee would definitely approve of that. So, yeah. A uh, few takeaways from this game. Um, I mean, Joey Porter obviously didn't really have as many... He wasn't as active as in Purdue. It's fine. Again, we'll take it. Sean Clifford, again, I expect a little bit better. I'm going to push Sean Clifford a little bit more. Drew Aller was very solid in his appearances. Uh, Nick Singleton absolutely carried. He should be running RB1. I mean, it should, it should basically be the same as today, where Singleton leads the team and carries. Katron Allen is mixed in there somewhere. And then just so that they don't get mad, Devin Ford and Kevon Lee get a few touches. Um, Amari Evans is another freshman. We didn't see a whole lot of him. Harrison Wallace, we didn't see a whole lot of him. Dinkins, we didn't see a whole lot of. Basically, two-thirds of the receivers today we didn't see at all against Purdue. And especially Evans and Wallace, they showed up today, and that was really nice to see that they exist. So, good job, guys. Um, I let Johnny Dixon record another sack. He's up to two on the year. And, yeah, it was a very, very solid game. I definitely have no complaints. So, next for us is at Auburn. That is the huge out-of-conference game. Um, yeah, we if we win that, then we have Central Michigan, who's basically like Ohio. I believe they're both in the MAC, so basically the same competition. So hopefully that would push it into 4-0 going into conference play. And we also start off with Northwestern, who just lost to Duke. So again, it should be pretty nice and easy until we get to Minnesota for the whiteout and then Ohio State. And then basically from the end of October on is when we're starting to play real football. That's right. Get triggered, everyone. And on that note, let's go now to some game film. And we're back with some more game film. Again, I, I'm sorry. I would use my my boy Wheels when he releases one to get you all the highlights, but I would very much appreciate if I could get this out on the Saturday uh, because I still have to edit and stuff. So we're going to use ESPN's highlights. Um, I don't know why I just did that. I wanted to move ahead to right here. We're going we're to start uh, over here. We got uh, Sean Clifford's scramble. Uh, sorry, I'm not going to play this audio because of these uh, These broadcasters have zero enthusiasm whatsoever. Um, which reminds me, I am going to try my best to stream the Auburn game. So just keep a lookout on the, in, the Instagram page at IASSP.podcast to see if that actually happens. But I'm going to try my best to stream the Auburn game because I think that would be such a cool game to broadcast. So I will, pr I promise I will be better than these ABC broadcasters, that's for sure. Okay. We got a play action for Clifford. We have pressure off of the right side. I now know that you, I have now know that you can see my mouse. So we have pressure off of the right side. 
a bunch of deep routes, first and 10, very bold, because everybody's going for the end zone except for this guy right here. But uh, Kevon Lee does a terrible job blocking this guy. I mean, I know it's not his real job. Why did that just happen? Sorry for that. We're just going to keep going. He steps up. Everybody was caught on the right side. Everybody was on the right side. So when he took off left, he had a few blockers here. He got that nice blind side, and he steps out just, just barely missed. I'll show you how close he got, but we'll go at uh, we'll go at half playback speed. But here you go. You got Clifford rolling out. And then as he gets close, that really did him zero justice. The point that I was trying to get across is that he is like half a yard short. So we're going to slow this down a bit more. Reaches out that perfect pause. Knee is down. He's like an a inch short. That was why it wasn't called for a touchdown. Would have been cool if he ran it in, but he didn't. So it would be... So they would later QB sneak. I guess I'll just let you get... I'll just let it roll so you guys can see the QB sneak. There's Brenton Strange lining up behind him to push him over, and it's 7-0 Penn State. Pretty easy on that one. Again, kind of boring when you get the QB sneaks, but... It is all effective. We got a first and 10 right here. Up 7-0. We're at, we're at our own 30-yard line. You got the trio of wide receivers lined up at the bottom of the screen. You got Singleton. <laughs> but the run's going to go over to the right side. Again, everybody on the edge is crashing off of the right edge. So, you got the lead block right here. This is the crucial block that set it all up. This guy right here, 38, is taking a terrible angle. 13 just straight up missed. I mean, it would have been a normal play, but he just straight up missed. And there is no one to cover for him. Also, look at that blazing speed. From Nick Singleton, 70-yard touchdown. Close to a 70-yard touchdown, at least. Actually, was right on the money. And here's ESPN, exactly same thing. You got 77, he's going to set up the lead block. Nice block here by Brenton Strange, too. That set it up. I'm not going to let ESPN ruin what I was already telling you because I'm just straight up better. No if fans or buts about it. Sorry, Bristol, but I'm better. Okay. Another first and 10. This one for Ohio. They're back up to the one. This was straight after... The Amore punt that had backspin, they did not show it on the ESPN highlights, but that was so cool. The handoff, but it, or read option, wow, read option, but it goes terribly wrong right there. Lost the ball. Thankfully for, uh, well, I guess any situation from here is unfortunate for Ohio, but fortunately for them, they were able to recover, so it was only two points instead of seven. Would have really made a, that much of a difference, though? Probably not. Probably not. And then it... End of the first half was uh, not really that eventful. I'll say that. Well... Then we got a few plays 
back to back. Actually, going to back it up just a little bit. Let's start here. Third and ten. Five wide. Kind of what we saw from the game at Purdue. A slot wide receiver. Parker Washington. Parker Washington over here. He's gonna get he's going to get the reception. See how this sets up. Kind of zooms in, but everybody's coming over the middle. Crossing over the middle. There's Washington. He gets the separation. Nice spin right there. And I'm gonna slow this down. Because this is some of the prettiest tiptoeing I've ever seen. He's going to get away from the block. Watch his feet. Barely staying in bounds. Barely staying in bounds. That's the nine. Boom. Right here. Now let, I'll let it go out. In, 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 in. I wanted to show this one again. Because the referees, so I believe you can't step on the white. That would make sense. They called him out right here. They said out in the like after further review, Parker Washington or the the receiver stepped out of bounds the seven yard line. Clearly, see that little bit of green in between the shoe. Again, didn't make that much of a difference. Still would have had the same number, but it would have been really cool if Washington was actually credited with that touchdown. So, And he would have made it in anyway. So, again, just very unfortunate. Which the calling was right. But What can you do? I know what you can do. You could come back right here on first and goal. You got a tight end set up over here. Sorry. Brian Strange set up over here. I believe that is Allen out of the backfield. Washington's going to move over. Play action. He could have gone Washington, but he was probably swallowed up by this guy. He instead went for Tinsley here in the middle. He barely fit that in. I don't know how Ford did not catch that. Pretty much an embarrassment on him. But Tinsley's in. It is a touchdown. So Penn State ended up getting those yards. And then we got another great run here by Singleton. Another one bounced to the outside. Holds his block. It's a counter. Steps outside. Gets away from the blocker. Nice blocking downfield. There's one by Washington. Here's another by Tinsley. Not the greatest. Even if Tinsley didn't made that block, still would have been taken down. But still, a great play there. We're going to skip ahead a bit more. All right, we got a first and 10 on the 32. Drew Aller is in at quarterback. That That is actually Allen. So Devin Ford was the running back on the other one. That is actually Katron Allen. Play action. Aller, again, this is what I was saying before. Steps back to the 40. All the way downfield on that crossing route. That is Omari Evans. Which is a name that a lot of people... Are very excited about, including yours truly. And there it is, play action right there at the bottom of your screen. There's Evans, makes that nice cut, gets the separation. Nice law by Drew Aller and a perfect textbook touchdown. Nice, nice lift there by the O lineman. 
I don't know. If I was making thumbprints, probably or thumbnails. God, I I literally said that on the Miami vlog. That would be it. Thumbprint. Well, who am I? Obviously a rookie at this. That's for sure. All right, we got a third and two. Pretty easy run play when there's no one set up outside. Again, 55 is the only one that like really beats his block here. Again, I'm just going to rewind. He just goes right up the middle, gets right through the center. The corner baits it a bit too much, and that's what sets up this whole play. Also got stiff arm. Nick Singleton making him look weak as there he goes down the sideline. Nice touchdown there for Singleton. And then I have one more highlight to show you guys. Second and nine. Aller steps up three after the motion. Three guys set up on the right side. Look at the way he scrambles out of the pocket. And finds his men Dinkins. Had pressure from the left side. All the guys in the middle completely forgot their blocks. There's Katron Allen with a huge block. Right over the middle. Nice catch. Easy play and a touchdown for Penn State. And that's going to do it for this episode. Again, kind of short, but really shorter because it's, it's a non-competitive game. Make sure to follow and subscribe to wherever you listen. And if you can see me, hi. And those should be showing up right now. And remember, even if we walk into Auburn and completely forget how to play football... Even if we don't start 5-0, even if for whatever reason we're not ranked. I mean, Texas did lose, so we should be ranked. And there's a few ranked games. Even if we're somehow not ranked, keep your heads high because it's always sunny in South Philadelphia. Eagles game tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to get it out on Sunday. Might get out on Monday or Tuesday, and then the Phillies episode would be just after. So keep your eyes out for that, and I will see you guys in the next <laughs>